amazing. It's self-care in quarantine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I better finish my beer. Yeah, while you're while you're finishing that, uh, welcome to Stream Queens, everyone. We are on another week of quarantine with you today. <laughs> Yeet. Anyone else play a drinking game that made them throw up on a Tuesday night? Yeah, me either. Yeah, just Michaela vomiting on a Tuesday because she doesn't even know it was a Tuesday. And I also played with wine. So. <laughs> but it's a fun game. We're going to teach you it once we can all be together. Hell yeah, I'm excited. So... This week, we are going over Cruel Intentions, which is one of my favorite movies, and Michaela Sneaky liked, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm a fan. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This is, like, the first Amy watch that I'm like, okay, I really like this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It has, like, this crazy kind of, like, sexual thing that's really kind of gets you fired up, but then, like, the story and the twist Mm -hmm. and turns in it, I just love it. I think the ending was, like, the redeeming quality. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So I've got some fun facts and the synopsis, and then we'll just kind of jump right in. Yes. 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 All right. So Cruel Intentions came out in 1999. So this movie was initially going to be called Cruel Inventions before they changed it to Cruel Intentions. What the fuck would they invent? Like, the plan? I think the plan, yeah. Like, how it all kind of unfolded in such a weird way because he documented everything in his goddamn book. No, Intentions is way better. I love it. I love it. Sarah Michelle Gellar dyed her hair black to shed her Buffy image because she was still filming Buffy, and so she didn't want it to look too Buffy-esque when she was in this because a lot of her outfits and things because she was just your average fucking teen queen the the outfits looked really similar Gotcha. Uh, in one particular scene Catherine then helped Cecilia learn about kissing in a very hands-on way this kiss itself became one of the most talked about moments in the movie and even won the MTV awards for best kiss (laughs) (laughs) remember when MTV was such a big It was, like, the coolest thing ever back in the day. (laughs) Uh, Selma was 27 when filming this movie, and she was playing a 15-year-old. She killed that. Was that the younger girl? Yeah. She killed it. I was like, is this bitch under 18? She has to be. Wait, how old was she actually when she played a 15-year-old? 27. Are you fucking kidding me? And my final... I don't think I could get away as a 15-year-old. Maybe I could. Maybe. I I think you... And it's about acting, too. Yeah, she did a really good job. She crushed it. Um, This (laughs) is not one of my fun facts, but just because I stalk both of them on Instagram, uh, she is still besties with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. They, like, support each other hard and... Selma actually is someone who's fighting a really severe case of MS. So, Aww. yeah, you would absolutely adore adore their friendship. You should look it up. Oh, I'm going to cry. I know. I know. You need to look into that. Anyway, so oh. my, my, last, my last fact. During the movie, Ryan and Reese Witherspoon were dating. So they had started dating a year before the, they started filming. The couple got oh, married. Oh, really? Yeah. The couple got married three months after the movie's release and had two children together, but ended up divorcing in 2008. And those kids look just like Reese. It's crazy. 
that's a spoiler my cousin told me. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, they were dating before. I just knew that they ended up having children together. Yep, so, so. they... And so for a little while there, Reese actually turned down the role because she didn't want to be in that film with him because they only have been dating for like a year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually, there's some scenes we'll talk about where you can see their relationship, like the chemistry they have because they were, they were already dating. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I want to rewatch it knowing that. I know, it's pretty cool. She me like halfway and I was like, what? Like, what <laughs> so the synopsis. Yes. Two vicious step-siblings of an elite Manhattan uh, prep school make a wager to deflower the new headmaster's daughter before the start of the term. <laughs> Shaking my head. <laughs> I love it. Also, I did stalk Reese Witherspoon on Instagram, and their kids are fucking gorgeous. Aren't they? Just putting that out there. Mm -hmm. like. Um, have you seen the doppelganger pictures of her and her daughter Ava? They're literally the same person. Not the older brother, like the oldest brother. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like, what is so going cute. on? You know, he's like a 19 year old. What? He's of age. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So we have our opening scene. We start with some angsty music that begins, and Sebastian is seen driving his car with his journal as his passenger. He appears to be driving to his therapy appointment, where he has set up an elaborate plan to get back at his therapist for charging too much. He has been secretly seeing her daughter and put Tara Reed's nude photos online, ensuring the demise of his therapist book tour. Oh, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> first of all, angsty 90s rock music, here for it. I said Tara is in this movie. Of course she is. And I did notice the journal right away in the car because they, like, focused in on that. I was like, ooh, how mysterious. <laughs> I said, of course his name is Sebastian. Just such a rich um, asshole name. Also, he has the same hair as my brother and kind of looks like him, so that ruined him for the entire movie. <laughs> does he not look like my brother? <laughs> he does. He, I can see it. I can see it. The hair? The, like, short, curly hair? Yep. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I couldn't get into it, after, like, into thinking he was cute after that. I was like, nope, that's fucked up. And then I said, wow, poor rich boy. Is he trying to nail his therapist? Pretty sure you can't hug your therapist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's Tara Reid, right? Oh, no, I do not like the stroking of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Tara Reid's a bad actress, and Sebastian's a cunt. <laughs> yes. I, I love this because in this scene, Sebastian, you're right, is hitting on the therapist, and then he also just outs himself as a sex addict. <laughs> Same. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I hate the name Sebastian. I hate it. I, I also love how after his therapy session when all the shit hits the fan and she's like banging on the windows like, Sebastian, come back here, you little fucking cunt. And he just like finds this girl named Clarissa at the mall, which his therapy session was in a mall. Uh, so 90s. Everything was in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to take you to lunch. And I was like, OK, I like this guy. Here we go. He's such a skis. <laughs> So we go into our next scene. <laughs> so Catherine yeah. is seen introducing herself to Cecile and her mother, Mrs. Codwell. Catherine says she will help Cecile prepare for her first day of school in a new part of town. 
Sebastian interrupts the meeting, making inappropriate comments to Cecile, encouraging both the mom and daughter to cut the meeting short. Catherine explains she is only helping Cecile to get back at her for stealing her boy toy, Cord. Was it Cord? I thought his name was Cord. Yeah, probably. Which I just laughed really hard because of you. She asks, <laughs> she asks Sebastian to sedu seduce Cecile. Meanwhile, Sebastian has his own mission to seduce the new headmaster's daughter, Annette. <laughs> I said, hi, Buffy. Mm -hmm. um, and then when she showed her cross, I said, no, that's secretly Buffy carrying out the cross to ward off vampires. <laughs> yes. And then I said, oh, my God, there's going to be an incestual slash clueless relationship between <laughs> Sebastian and Buffy, right? Yes. And I was like, oh, there's cocaine in that cross. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, called it. They're fucking, except for they weren't. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, I remember those 17 articles. They had that, like, layout yes. when I was, like, a teen. It's crazy. Well, then I said, Ermagerd version. <laughs> I said, oh, they actually haven't been fucking, but they want to. <laughs> And then I have in quotes, I'll fuck your brains out. Jesus, Buffy. Yeah. And I thought, did she just propose anal and he agreed? <laughs> that 1,000% happens. And I'm here for it. Like, and then, sorry, there was ads in between this movie. And this is when the oh first no. ad came on. And it was a painting ad. And I was so confused. Because <laughs> I went to like pent up like I'll give you anal if you do this to like painting and I was like excuse me <laughs> and then she's had a very aggressive COVID ad and then it was just really sad <laughs> I was like what the fuck is going on my first thought every time I see this movie is I and I always refer to Catherine as bad Buffy Oh, I just say Buffy. It's like the, it's like the evil Buffy, and I'm just here yeah. for it. I love it so much. Someone keeps hitting you up. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I loved. <laughs> I love it. I loved when Sebastian was, you know, kind of being inappropriate towards Cecile, and he says, "Yeah, how are things down under?" <laughs> how are things down under? Blossoming, I hope. Sebastian. God. Oh my god. It's so gross. And same as you, I did point out the you gotta love the sex between the step sibs. Dun, 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 yep. <laughs> Wait, those were actual siblings. Yeah. This is more the coolest. And you touched on this, but I'm gonna jump right into this one. So yes. Catherine agrees to the wager with Sebastian. She tells him that if she wins the bet, she gets to keep his car. If Sebastian wins, he gets to sleep with her. Something he's thought about since their parents got married. And that's exactly where I put, you can put it anywhere. And I said, LOL to butt stuff. Yeah, she wants anal. I also se good. secretly love her blue room. Her, her what room? Her room. It's like the blue room. Yeah. Like everything in that room is just so classy and dark and kind of creepy. I'm kind of here for it. I'm mm -hmm. here for the cocaine and the cross too. Oh, yeah. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> So Sebastian intends to spend the summer at his aunt's house, conveniently where Annette is staying, to expedite oh. this sexing process. Why is she staying there again? Because her parents or someone is, like, selling the property in Kansas, and so they couldn't move up yet, and so they're, like, family friends. They're all rich assholes, so they all know each other, which I'm sure you kind of caught. 
Yeah, I was just like, I have no idea why she's staying with the aunt, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't matter too much, but uh, he yeah. puts on this huge act of douchey kindness to sh- and shows Annette around the property. Annette sees right through him and says she's been warned of his misogynistic ways. How old was she in this movie? She looks like she's 16. She was kind of somewhere in the middle. I think she was maybe... They had to be, like, early 20s, right? She was, like, 23, somewhere between 23 and 25. I did look it up because Selma was the oldest at 27 and Buffy was the youngest at 22. Oh, my God. She was 22? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Little baby. How old was she when she started playing Buffy? Uh, I mean, that was a couple years prior to that, so... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Ugh. Okay. I, I <laughs> yeah, the only love... question I had is why is she staying with the aunt? Um, and then we go to cello practice. <laughs> You're missing one of my favorite moments ever of this movie when what? Sebastian straight up so kindly and like tries to be sincere says, Are you a lesbian? I read your manifesto. You did? Mm-hmm. I must say, I found it rather appalling. That's a first. Most people praise me for it. Most people are sheep. Who are you to criticize something you've never experienced? I wasn't criticizing anything. It's just my belief that people shouldn't experience the act of love until they are in love. And I just don't think people our age are mature enough to experience those kind of emotions. Are you a lesbian? No. I didn't mean to offend you. I just picked up on a little bit of that lesbian vibe. Look, I wouldn't expect a man of your experience to understand my beliefs. What's that supposed to mean? I've been very well informed of your reputation. What have you heard? Did you promise girls the world to get them in bed with you? Who told you this? A friend wrote me. That's a little tacky. Why do you sound so surprised? It's the truth, isn't it? If you say so. So we have Cecile and Ronald. Do you know where Ronald? Do you know where Ronald's from? Where's Ronald from? Save the Last Dance, baby. Oh, really? Yep. That should go on our list because I've seen that movie like once. I really I... want to watch that movie with you. I love okay. that movie. Add it to the list. So we meet Ronald for the first time. Uh, he will be giving Cecile music lessons for the summer. Things get a little hot and heavy while they practice playing the cello. And then Buffy makes it known that she is present, introduces herself to Ronald, and her face lets us know she is cooking something up. Yeah, I just said, this girl is like a little child, chill out. And then I said, oh, her instructor wants to fuck her. Sweet, everyone is just watching this, huh? <laughs> yep. Just cool. just standing there watching. Love and it. <laughs> I love when he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm in Juilliard or pre-Juilliard or something like that. And then how he's writing some memoir bullshit on Dr. King. Yeah. And so Cece is like, I love Dr. King. She killed that part. I believe she was, like, way younger than everybody. I thought, I thought for sure she was, like, 16. 27. That's older than me. Like, that's insane. They casted someone much older. A, she nailed it. But B, yeah. the director was very cautious of ca- casting anyone too young <clears throat> because of how oh. sexual some of her scenes are. Cool. Good for him. I was like, I I respect that. Hashtag woke. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So Sebastian is 
upset that someone is telling Annette about his reputation. He turns to his good old buddy from Dawson's Creek. They set up a plan to beg the Gregster. Dawson's Creek has slept with him in the past and sets up another meeting so that Sebastian can blackmail him into silence. I've never seen Dawson Creek, so I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the what's his name, Jackson, Joshua Jackson or whatever his name is, the mm-hmm. bleach blonde friend. I don't know his name in this movie. I didn't catch it, but he's I like, he's one of the main characters in Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. Yep. I've never seen him. Sebastian dropped an F word. Oh, yeah. I said that looks like shit weed. <laughs> um, I laughed at the quote, the man's got a mouth like a Hoover. <laughs> yes, that was amazing. And then I was going to say, and then I put, I was going to say, how old are these children? Explanation point. Yes. <laughs> like, old caps. <laughs> well, and I think part of it, too, is you see these two together, these two step siblings, and you realize that in the beginning, they talk about how both parents are gone, like at different parts of the world, and these two are just left alone to adult in this giant mansion with endless oh, amounts of money. Like, of course they're going to fuck around. Oh, literally, they're going to fuck each other if you leave yeah. them alone. Like, what, like did you, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what teenagers do. <laughs> My next part is brushing hair, question mark? <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Cecile and Catherine share a nice picnic date in the park where Catherine teaches Cecile how to kiss. Cecile and Kat talk about how Cord invited her to his summer home for the weekend. Cecile, was it really Cord? I'm sorry. I, I think it was. I didn't even they know only that. S- They say it like twice in the movie. Uh, Cecile also tells Catherine about her love letters from Ronald. Catherine asks her to make copies so that she can help write more of those letters for her because she's so sweet. <laughs> she's so sweet. <laughs> Buffy looks like a straight-up witch outside. Yep. I gagged at the kissing spit. (laughs) And I was like, really? The mom's going to be mad at her because Ronald's black? That's fucking stupid. Obviously, she wants a sleepover you made out with her. (laughs) Yes. She wants more than a sleepover, and so do I. (laughs) Exactly. So, no wonder you turned her on a little bit, Buffy. God damn it. That was one of the facts I didn't add in, but... During that kissing scene, that spit that kind of sits there, they were going to reshoot it, but the director was like, because that was obviously not on a purpose, and the director was like, no, this is great. This is, like, real. And so they kept it. I fucking hate kissing scenes in movies. (laughs) Like, that's something that's always bothered me, because just, like, the slurping noises and the the spit, I can't do it. I hate kissing scenes in movies. Because they, like, amplify the noise. Oh, yeah. It's just so gross. <laughs> they put the microphone, like, in someone's... Oh, and then it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do it. I hate it. I, I'm not here for any sort of eating disorder jokes, but I always get a little chuckle when Cecile is talking about Cord and how no. he dated this crazy head case who was also bulimic. So rumor has it that you went on a date with Court Reynolds. I hear he's very nice. He's all right. He kept talking about this bulimic head case he dumped over the 4th of July. Really? Bulimic head case? Yeah. What a loser she must be. Ow! Sorry. Anywho, Quartz invited me to the Hamptons for Labor Day weekend. That's great. You think so? 
don't know. I guess I'm just scared. Of what? Duh, boys. Never even gone to first base with a guy. Haven't you ever practiced on one of your girlfriends? Ew, no. It's gross. Well, it's not gross. How else do you think girls learn? Okay, face me. Now, close your eyes and wet your lips. Are you for real? You want to learn or not? Yeah, I wrote that. That was my first line was Blue McHeadcase laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and then after but, that, that amazing kiss, and then Cecile is like, that was cool. <laughs> let's, let's have a sleepover and do more. Just want to explore some more with you, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get some American Horror Story Covenant vibes. Mm, I've only watched a couple of those episodes, but I really want to watch that season. What? That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Is it? <gasps> I'll rewatch it with you. Okay. Let's do it. Ah, I love that. That's my literally my favorite American <laughs> Horror Story season. So, all right. Yeah. So Sebastian is laying his moves on thick. He gets Annette's attention by blaring music loudly in the pool area and apparently just in her room. She agrees to a little swim date where the two hit it off. Annette sees Sebastian naked and gets embarrassed, but continues to hang out only to leave Sebastian wanting more by saying that she's not interested in him. I have so many problems with this scene. I have, like, a good... Look how much I wrote on this scene. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, tell us. Why is Ode to Joy blasting in the pool? (laughs) (laughs) And he's just, like, waving around in a wheelchair? Yeah. Two, why is he in a wheelchair? (laughs) Three, is that, like, a fancy backpack? It was kind of cute. I have no idea what I'm talking about at that point. Oh, yes. He did get her a backpack, as a oh, gift right. for her first day at school at a new school. And she was like, this is so sweet. And he's just like, oh, I mean, like, it's nothing. You know, trying to just play it cool. Yeah. That reminds me of Barry when he buys her fucking, like, MacBook. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I watched it once, and now I'm rewatching it with Alex. But I haven't finished second season, so don't say anything. Okay. Why are you putting on perfume if you're going for a swim? <laughs> yes. Bitch, she want it. It's interesting because she's this Virgie who has a boyfriend, but at the same time, she's, like, curious. And, like, putting on perfume and going for a swim with a boy. Yep. I said, oh, wow, that's a butt. Okay, <laughs> this boy's confident. And I said, yet you went into the pool with him, Reese, so you can't say shit. Of course, her boyfriend is backpacking in fucking Europe. And then mm-hmm. I just put in all caps. Then why are you in the pool with him, dumbass? <laughs> why aren't you in Europe with your boyfriend? Exactly. Also, I've been watching a lot of that 70s show, so I've been saying dumbass a lot. <laughs> yeah, she wants it. She wants 100%. it. The only comment I had was, is this an indoor pool with no windows? Ew, what's the point? That and was so weird. That's the music I want to get in the mood to. Right? Sebastian walks in on Dawson's Creek buddy sleeping with the Gregster and takes photos. They determine he's not the one spreading rumors about Sebastian's reputation and agree to keep Greg's secret as long as he talks to Annette and clears Sebastian's name. Annette tells Greg that she got the information from Mrs. Codwell. Goddamn Codwell. Goddamn bitch. Goddamn bitch. I love that Blaine, the main guy from Dawson's Creek, is just fucking filing his nails as um, (laughs) Sebastian walks in (laughs) and, like, blacksmails a guy. I love that he's like, oh, you know, 
on second thought, he probably didn't say anything. Like, he <laughs> just wanted to get laid. <laughs> He's such a petty bitch. I love it. <laughs> I said, this would be so much easier with Facebook. You just look at mutual friends. <laughs> yes. Like, hmm, this will really track it down. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That was sneaky as fuck making Greg talk nice about Sebastian to Reese. Also, I want her jeans in this scene. <laughs> like, when oh, she's yeah. on the high-waisted ones. She has some really cute outfits. I think my favorite outfits by far, though, are Buffy's. Yeah. Just, but like, I, witchy and dark and kind of funky. Mm-hmm. I'm here but for Reese's it. But Reese's outfits are, like, shit that teens are wearing today again. Yeah. Like, the high-waisted sweaters. Yeah. Fit. And they actually, that was another fact, is that they put her in a lot of really bright and light, like, white color. Because mm-hmm. they wanted to really be able to show the, the contrast between her and Sebastian because he wears black throughout the whole movie yeah. and kind of show like she's the good girl or whatever. And white means virginity. She is pure. <laughs> <laughs> Solis and Ronald are chatting after a music lesson while Catherine watches on a camera. They nearly kiss but Solis gets a phone call from her mom and leaves. Sebastian walks in on Kat spying and the two catch up about their plotting. Catherine tells Sebastian that he needs to seduce Cece before her weekend getaway with Cord. Okay. Oh my god, Buffy is spying on Cecile. The girl did a literal spread eagle on her (laughs) That was, what the fuck was that? (laughs) It just reminded me of uh, Chicago, when they're like, the spread eagle. (laughs) Oh my god. You do not call her sis while rubbing her shoulders and she's laying on your lap. Yep. And then Buffy said down boy to his boner. And I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I thought that was like such a Buffy thing to do too. Yeah. Yep. Just Which, down boy. <laughs> that's like my favorite. I was like, that was an absolute Buffy moment and not a Catherine moment. And I loved it. I love it. I had to point out the, the groping again. <laughs> I mean, what is up with this sib sex? I just don't know. <laughs> Just every time. Every time. It's too much. Keep it in your pants. It's just not okay. So again, we see Sebastian trying to step up his game. He calls Annette and tells her he misses talking to her. He starts off with, did I leave my glasses there? Yep, I literally wrote that down. Classic. Classic. The two meet up for a night stroll around the park. Meanwhile, Catherine meets up with Mrs. Codwell and tells her about Cecile and Ronald and their little love letters. <laughs> Face notes. Was I, I, I don't know when I watched this movie. I think it was literally like a week ago. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I wanted Reese's phone in the scene, the little like landline. Mm. I'm so disappointed in Reese's character. And then I said mocking voice. Oh, I'm just a little virgin. Let me go after this douchebag. It's true. Every yeah. high schooler ever. And I said, Buffy, you are bad. Bad um, Buffy. Bad Buffy. Racist mom. That's all I said. <laughs> oh, no. And I said, their, mo- their maid's name is Margarita. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had the quote in all caps. Emails for geeks and pedophiles. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, finally got that Buffy's name is Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not know that was her name the entire time. <laughs> I love the part in this scene where Cecile is, like, having to go home. Her mom called. Mm-hmm. And as Ronald is leaving, she's just like, P. 
peace out. <laughs> so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> so socially awkward, it hurts. It's so bad. And then, yeah, the racist part you're talking about is when uh, the mom meets up with Buffy in the <laughs> department store and yep. Buffy gives the news and the mom is like, he's so black. <laughs> yep. Middle of the 90s, bro. You gotta love him. Rich so white families. Miss Codwell storms into her daughter's music lesson holding the love letters. She fires Ronald on the spot and grounds Cecile. Ronald meets Catherine and Sebastian on the first floor where they agree to help him write Cece a letter. Catherine calls Cecile and tells her that she and Sebastian have a letter from Ronald and she should come over to their place to write a reply. While there, Sebastian gives Cece a Long Island and makes sexual advances towards her. I didn't have any notes on, like, before they went to the aunt's house, but I thought Cecile's fake her was a sex doll. (laughs) I quoted, they're from Long Island, because she's like, what kind of tea is this? And he's like, they're from Long Island. And I was like, LOL. That's awesome. Is he going to take her virginity? Oh, oral. All right. (laughs) This is so rape. (laughs) And I said, fierce shoulder pads, mom. (laughs) And then I said, you, Sebastian, is fucking gross. And that was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's another part that has kind of that, not even kind of. The mom is talking to Ronald and is like, I got you off the streets. And he's like, the streets? I live on 59th and Park. <laughs> Which must be somewhere nice. I don't know in New York. But... I don't know either, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then she's okay. like, don't don't give me any of that racist crap. I've been donating money to blah, blah, blah forever. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. I get really uncomfortable with doing the sexual advances towards Cecile. Oh, he's, I did not like that. That felt very rapey to me. That shit, it, I mean, it just is. It's it, That's assault, brother. Okay, I'm glad you agree with me, because I was like, um, I didn't like that Especially because he's, he's propositioning her and saying, oh, well, I'll call your mom, and like, well, all I wanted to do was give you a kiss, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I didn't like that. It's bad. At all. It's bad. Yeah. So the next morning, Cecile makes it home just as mom finds the doll in her bed. Cecile, sex doll. The sex doll. It's definitely a sex doll. Yes. Cecile says that she was shopping and hurries up to get ready for this breakfast event that they have. There she is seated next to Sebastian and Annette. Cecile is uncomfortable with Sebastian's moves towards her and abruptly leaves. Annette and Sebastian get volunteered to help at a senior center, and then they share a cute car ride home holding hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so (laughs) Uh, the lady in the opening scene was straight up spraying her parrot with a water bottle. That was my favorite thing, and the parrot just kept saying, stop it, stop it. (laughs) What is this thing right now? (laughs) And then I said, God, I don't want to get old and put in a home. (laughs) (laughs) I still was not digging Sebastian at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Like flirting with Reese. And then I said, oh, shit, he's going to fall in love with her, isn't he? (laughs) I personally love her hair in this scene with those cute little braids. Oh, yeah. She's so cute. I love her. Yeah. She's just so effing adorable. I also love when he tells this whole lie about the adorable <clears throat> grandma and the, they played three games of backgammon. <laughs> and then she's like, we, we played three games of backgammon. And 
and I won. Yeah, when I wrote, please do not put me in a home, and I do not want to get old. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really sweet, even God. though he was just there to get laid. But yep, this next <laughs> scene I think is my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So Cece tells Catherine that Sebastian took advantage of her. Catherine says, nah, you just had your first orgasm, and it's fine. She tells Cece to think of Sebastian as a tutor so that she can better herself for Ronald. So Cece sleeps with Sebastian again. No, I thought she just got head the first time. Well, yeah, she did. It was, I mean. Oh, yeah. It was oral. She went all the way this time. Yeah. And I said, has this bitch never masturbated? Just saying. Like, girl, you, you're you're 16? What? You never tried? Yeah, I'm like, I said, practice makes perfect in quotes. LOL. Yes. And she's like, am I part of some secret society now? Yes. <laughs> oh, and then after they have sex, Sebastian and Cecilia, when he pushes her off the bed. I know. I, okay, I said, I sure feel bad for this chick because they just keep pushing her around, at, like, literally. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and then she gets back up on the bed and she's like, do you want a blowjob? Like, yeah, she still wants to fuck. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and he's not interested at all. I don't know why, but I'm picturing him shoving her <laughs> bed again. <laughs> oh, buddy. She just fucking whips it. Like, oh my God. And like, that's how Catherine treats her all the time too. I love it. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I'm fucked up, but I thought it was so funny. Oh, my God. I think it's because that character for, like, Cecilia is just so dumb. She's yes. so fucking dumb. Well, because she's so, what, she's supposed to be, like, 15 or 16. So she's just, and she's, like, new to everything that is life. Like, she has oh. no idea. So she's just really, really naive. God, teenagers are so dumb. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck kids. All right. So the step-sibs spy on Annette while she cries over a book. Sebastian tells Catherine that he's catching some feels. Sebastian approaches Annette later that day while she's reading her book and plants a kiss on her. She admits that she also has feelings for him, but she doesn't trust herself around him. Ugh. <laughs> right. Yes? I got it. Ready? <laughs> Honestly, Buffy gets the best out of this bet. She either gets a sick car or she gets laid. It's true. And then she says the quote, the only thing you'll be writing is me. And I was like, damn, bitch. <laughs> and that was actually, Sebastian said that. Oh, Sebastian? Uh, whatever. I said, damn, bitch. So I assumed it was Bobby. <laughs> he, yeah, because she's like saying, how's this bed going? How are you doing? Have you, have you nailed her yet? And he's like, not yet. It's coming along, whatever. And he gets cocky and he says, the only thing you'll be riding is me because she asks to take the car out for a test run. <laughs> so many issues. Oh, um, so what's with the French role play between Reese and Sebastian? And I said, oh, they're making out. Throw that virginity right out the window. And then he said something about unless you're married to Jesus. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, she wants to fuck him. She wants to fuck him. She wants to fuck. You gonna fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Annette and Sebastian meet in Annette's room later that night. Oh, I hate this. He calls her a hypocrite for not letting love into her life. 
Sebastian is about to leave, but Annette locks the door and kisses him. The two almost hook up, and Sebastian bails. Did he gaslight her? What does gaslight mean? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Gaslighting, manipulate by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. No, it wasn't that bad, I guess. (laughs) But he definitely, well, that was his whole thing was to manipulate. Yeah, and I literally said, does he actually like her or is he pretending to like her? Right, because you're not sure at this point. But then when she like says, no, I can't do this. I was like, okay, he likes her. This movie got a lot better now. Yep. <laughs> then I was okay with it. Cause I was like, up until that point, I was like, there's no way that he actually likes her. And then like, when she said no, and he was like really upset, I was like, oh, okay, maybe you yep. like her. The only comment I have from this scene is how many STDs do you think Sebastian has at this point? So many, all of them. So, I mean, it's gotta be a whole alphabet, right? Mm-hmm. She definitely got HPV. Oh, yeah. 100%. thousand percent that happened. <laughs> so the next day, Catherine asks if Sebastian has slept with Annette yet, and he admits that he hasn't. He tries to reach her to apologize, but he can't find Annette. Greg tells Sebastian that she's leaving on a train in 20 minutes and is at the train station. So Sebastian finds Annette at the station, They share a passionate kiss and first-time bang sesh. Is this the song with the bittersweet symphony? No, this this one is Colorblind by the Counting Counting Crows, and it is so good. I need to listen to it again, because I said, oh my god, the song's so good. And also look up the lyrics when you listen to it, because it'll fucking kill you. Yeah, that song's good. It's so good. That song's so fucking good. (laughs) I said, oh my god, cute, he's waiting for her. And then I was like, wait... Did he really fall in love with her after she just made funny faces at him? I don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) They're 16. They fall in love over nothing. I guess. I said immediately goes to fucking. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did you talk about how they had sex yet or no? Yes. So that's why I said they all of a sudden they just go from a really passionate kiss to a first bang sesh. And I was like, not sure where they went, but they're having sex now, I guess. Okay. But it was super cute. It was really sweet. He's had sex probably so many times, and then he knows she's a virgin and was like, are you okay? Like, he, like, makes sure that she, like, feels okay. And I'm like, I bet he didn't do that with Cecilia or whatever no, her name is. No, nope, not so at all. So I was like, okay, that's cute. And also, I said, oh, shit, this means he can fuck his stepsister. <laughs> and also, that kiss was passionate as fuck. Mm-hmm. This is where I started to buy it. I was like, yes. okay, he actually is, like, catching feels. I also love the line where... He gets to the top of the escalator, and mm-hmm. oh. he said, and she says, "I'm impressed." And he said, "I'm in love." Oh, what? So he walks her out after that bang sesh, mm-hmm. and gives her a kiss and sends her off in that cab. And you see Catherine witness this, and she is not happy. Yup, she's pissed off. Hmm. So, <laughs> I said. I said, Buffy's night robe looks like she's ready to murder her lover, a.k.a. stepbrother. And then I also said, I'm sprung. Oh, she got me. (laughs) No. Doing things I never do. No. Sebastian is in love and Catherine hates it. Sebastian finds her sleeping with Ronald he is over her games and refuses to sleep with her, not once, but twice. So Sebastian is like, nah, I'm not going to sleep with you, you stupid whore. 
<laughs> Catherine is pissed and threatens to call the headmaster and tell him about Sebastian's reputation and his relationship with his daughter. Sebastian explains that he plans to tell Annette later that day. Oh, God. <laughs> I said, is this the relationship that George R. R. Martin based Cersei and Jamie's relationship? Yes. God damn it. The only comment I have from this scene is what the fuck was that pink dress? All in caps. <laughs> Oh, her lingerie thing? What the hell was that? I don't know. I don't know. I had a lot of problems with her character at this point. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? She's a saint. Bitch has cocaine in her cross necklace. (laughs) Not a saint. so good. (laughs) But I also respect. (laughs) So fucking good. So after a nice contemplation walk, because that's what he does. He just walks around town all the fucking time. Usually at night. We don't know why. Sebastian meets Annette in her bedroom to talk to her. He breaks up with her immediately and runs off. He waits for Catherine at home to celebrate, quote-unquote, the fact that they are both pieces of shit. Catherine laughs and explains that he is, in fact, the loser, and she set the whole breakup into motion just to play with him. Oh, also, Ronald got back together with Cece and dumped Catherine. (laughs) These notes make no sense, and I have no idea where I am at this point. I said, okay, so I'm assuming this is when he's visiting Reese. I said, oh, she's ready to fuck again, and he's like, nah, lol, let me tell you some fucked up shit. Yep. And then I have the quote, it was a lie, but unfortunately I feel nothing. And I was like, why do I feel like crying right now? Oh, yeah, this whole scene. (laughs) I said, oh, Jesus, Buffy is really going for it, wearing a sheer shirt with a lacy bra. Okay, that fucking outfit, that's where I'm like, yes, queen. If I had her bod and I was 22 years old, I'd be rocking that on the daily. And then I said, I remember why I couldn't remember Reese's character name, because Annette is a stupid-ass name. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Wow, Buffy, you're a cool bitch. This is all very dramatic. There is something about her character that I really do like. I did miss it when we first came up, came across it in explaining the movie. Mm-hmm. But she talks about how she's just so sick and tired of having to hide the fact that she actually enjoys sex. She's like, yeah. all guys can go off and do whatever the fuck they want and they don't get blamed for anything. But as soon as she sleeps around, she just gets dumped and thrown to the side like trash like from guys like Cord. And so I, I, I did respect that part of her character. Those fucking cords, man. They'll just leave you out to dry. Yep. (laughs) No, I get it, but also you probably shouldn't be hate-fucking your stepbrother. I mean, you should be in therapy. Like, they should both be in real therapy, not, like, fuck your therapist kind of therapy. Yeah, because obviously they have some parent issues because we don't see them at all during this movie. No, no, nobody... Like, the only parent we see is Cecile's mom. Yeah, where the fuck is Reese's parents? I was so confused. Well, remember, they're both, like, selling this house, or her dad was selling the house before he could move, so he's not around How either. convenient, huh? I know, I know. Directors. <laughs> so this was the scene that I was going to talk about their chemistry together. So mm-hmm. filming this scene, they actually, they got so heated while they were filming it that after they filmed this scene, Ryan actually left the stage and threw up. Oh, uh, between him and Reese? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it, that it was, scene was insane. Because it was so intense. Because mm-hmm. that's like that's where you can see like they clearly had their own chemistry and understood each other in a way that they like pushed each other really hard in that scene and he literally uh-huh. vomited afterwards. There's something I have to tell you. Tell me. This isn't working out for me anymore. Yeah, me neither. What's wrong? It's not you, it's me. I'm completely fucked up. What do you say? I thought I was in love with you, but it was just a lie. I wanted it to work, but unfortunately I feel nothing. Why are you doing this? I just wanted to see what you were like in bed. No, you don't mean that. You know nothing. You don't even know me. The fact of the matter is, there is someone I love. You don't even compare to her. I don't know how to make this any clearer to you. You mean nothing to me. You were just... You you were just a conquest. You're such a coward. Look at yourself. You're shaking. Is this what you came to tell me? I'm I'm sorry. I'm completely... Yeah, you're completely fucked up. gives her her his uh sex journal right so sebastian is frantic after Catherine reveals her plan about breaking them up he tries to track down annette but cannot find her he leaves a letter and his journal for annette at her home the letter indicates that his journal holds all the truths and he begs for a second chance that part like i don't even have anything to say other than like holy shit that's just fucking sad this is fucked. <laughs> it's just so fucking sad. Catherine calls Ronald and tells him that Sebastian has hit her and fled the house. <sighs> also, spoiler, he slept with Cece. Ronald is pissed and tracks Sebastian down in the park and starts violently punching and pushing him. Annette witnesses the scene and jumps on Ronald only to be knocked into the oncoming traffic. Sebastian springs up, pushes Annette back to the sidewalk and gets pummeled by a taxi. Annette runs to Sebastian's side. They have one last I love you before he dies. Is Buffy gonna do some shit like that one movie, Fear and Hit Herself? Because he was like, oh, she, he beat me and left. And then, so I was just waiting for her to Wait, do the Mark Mark you, thing. I was like, did you just reference Fear, the other hell movie yeah. that Reese is in? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie, are you it, kidding me? That movie's fucking tits. Ronald is going to beat the shit out of Sebastian. Wow. Sebastian can hold his own in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> For being a skinny white boy? Yeah. 
I, why Reese in all white is this bitch going to get run over by a car? Oh my god, no, he did. Of course. What the <laughs> fuck? Is he dead? He fucking died. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at the. I have like all oh caps. Oh my god, that's amazing. The one and only line I have here is let's watch everyone blame the black guy for this, of course. <laughs> I just almost spit out my white claw on my lap <laughs> because you're not wrong. The school holds a funeral slash kind of honoring of Sebastian the first day of school. Catherine and Annette have an encounter in the bathroom. Catherine begins to give her speech as class president when suddenly she notices people are chatting. Groups of students begin to leave the building. Catherine follows only to find that Sebastian's journal was published for all to see. She loses her perfect status, and Annette is seen driving off in Sebastian's car with his journal, and then she sneakily throws on his sunglasses, and I was like, what up, bitch? Pour one out for our girl, Reese. Yes. <laughs> Killed it. All right, I'm going to read my notes word for word Oh, again. my God. I'm so ready for this. All caps. She's doing coke at her stepbrother who she wanted to fuck's funeral. What is going on? <laughs> Reese is going to kill Buffy. Oh, gosh, yes. she used her line. What line was it that she used? She brought up the line where she talks about, I always keep Jesus close to my heart or some bullshit. Or whenever yeah. I'm struggling, I know I have Jesus. So it's like yeah. the exact line from the journal. Yeah. There was just this random person during the funeral that was like running up and like telling people. Yes. And I was like, what is this person doing? And then I was like, oh, shit, they're all walking out. And then I was like... Oh shit, bittersweet sympathy. Symphony or whatever. Symphony. 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 That was really hard to say. Bittersweet symphony. Oh shit, she made copies like Mean Girls. Bye. But like a whole next level Mean Girls, because it was an entire publication. Yeah. Bind it up. Oh my god, title of the movie is the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking amazing. There's nothing, I don't know, I don't know if I've ever seen such an awesome, iconic ending to a movie where you just get so fucking amped. Yep. Um, if we don't end this episode with bittersweet sympathy, we're not, or symphony! <laughs> I want to I hear your review and your rating. <laughs> um, my summary is cocaine is evil. I guess. <laughs> like I said, I do not remember when I watched this movie, so. <laughs> My rating is Reese Witherspoon riding away both laid and in a dope car. Iconic. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Woo! I'm a fan. I loved it. It was everything I wanted and more. It's, yeah, it's one of those movies that I always, it's, it's such an easy one for me to go back to because it's just kind of edgy and ridiculous and everyone in it it just the cast in this movie is just iconic. Like you can just see all how all of them have grown so much and the mm -hmm. friendships they've actually built through this movie, and I just fucking love it. I love it. Yeah, and I love how many people love this movie yes. too. Some people are like, "Oh my god, that's my favorite movie," and I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> and, yeah, it's and it's like so bizarre, isn't it? Isn't it so weird when you come across a movie like that where you're like, "How did I not see this before?" Yeah, no, but I get it because I have some weird ass yeah. like movies too that some people haven't seen so I'm like oh my god I get it this is like the 99th version of that yep 
1000%. And it's like, I, what I love is that you enjoyed it. And if you were to take yourself and put yourself into, you know, your shoes and at, at 19, you know, 99, like how much yeah. you would have just probably adored this oh, movie. I would have fucking loved it. I would have been so, so here for it. <laughs> I love that. So my, I still have, and it's like, what, 20 years later? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So my rating, one journal full of dirty little secrets and a bad Buffy with a Coke problem. I give you my dirty little secrets. <laughs> bad Buffy. I'm here for bad Buffy. I love, it's like bad Blair, but bad Buffy. That's it. <laughs> God, I love that movie too. Oh, me too. All right. Well, I'm so glad that you watched this with me because I love this fucking movie. I'm glad you made me watch it because honestly, it was worth it. A lot and more, a lot more fun than you thought it would be. Yeah, because like the movies you made me watch, I'm like, okay, like they're good, blah blah blah. But this one, I'm like, I would watch again. Yeah, and it's up there on one of my favorite movies. So yes. Yes. Okay, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. This is uh, another episode with Stream Queens. We love you and we miss you. Yes, we miss everybody. Find some. But don't be like Wisconsin because I suck. <laughs> if you're from Wisconsin, fuck you. Um. <laughs> if you're in Wisconsin, and you're okay with the bars being open right now, and you're going to the bars, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. If you hate Big Red, then you go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we're, we're losing it. All right, so this is it's Stream trouble. Queens. We love you. Find us on social media. Listen to us or whatever you, you know, do. Just what do else you. are you doing right now? Listen. Just listen. <laughs> Just listen. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna continue to talk and get drunk and we love you and we hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bye bye dude you keep getting blown up I don't know people need to stop fucking oh. over it <laughs> <laughs>